I oftentimes hear ladies define men. I, I, I rarely hear men define men. I hear ladies say, hey, this is, this is a man. Man do this, man do that, and, and a man should do this. But I never hear what we, as men, tell each other, that's a man. You should be this. I'm curious, what's your definition of a man? What's going on, my friends? Before we get to the Ladies Hear Him Out panel, I want to thank our friends over at Bethel Tech for partnering with us to make this happen. You see, one of the rising industries that's producing multimillionaires and six-figure heirs is the tech industry. My friends over at Bethel Tech is the number one leading technology institution in the United States of America, and they want to help you get into the tech industry to double your salary, to double your income. I want you to go check them out over at anthonyoneal.com slash Bethel. That is anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel. Yo, give yourself nine months, nine months with this program and watch you double your income in nine. Your life can be different by this time. But in the meantime, let's change your life with this conversation with my brothers. Let's go. I guess I'll start. Uh, I say a provider, protector. Um, I want to see your lady or your woman, um, you know, live life as stress-free as possible, and just taking care of the people that, that love you and taking care of people that, um, you know, that's around you in your circle. That's, what's, that's what a man is to me. First thought that comes to my mind is a builder, and that's someone that can take something from concept to completion. Like, I can paint a picture, and then I can walk the steps to actually get myself, my family, my community, whatever it is, to a destination. Builder. Yeah, I would I would definitely say to add to that, I would add re, you know responsible. When I think of a man, I think about responsibility, and uh, most definitely I think of somebody who's willing to sacrifice. You know, put put you know a lot of things before ourselves. You know, I think that's part of being a provider for sure. Um, I I would say as as a father myself, um, definitely being a teacher, um, being there emotionally um, for your your wife, your family, uh, being a visionary. Um, as Pastor talked about painting that picture, being a, a visionary is super important. Um, and, and that lady next to you, ladies, is being that implementer uh, for that visionary um, and that support. So that's a man. So <laughs> it's the trouble one right here. Let's go, Doc. Dun, dun, dun. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to define myself without including you or community in it. So you can understand like what, I, what the essence of this man is. Um, oh God! Jesus. So, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Hold up. Hey, I need to the ask you. What was your intentions you. about being on this panel today? Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, oh, hey. Oh, oh. You know, this is what I'm gonna do. Because what he just said was, my, uh, I am the man. <laughs> Now, now you asked me to come on now. After we, after we had a conversation, uh, so um, I guess men. When I say men, I'm talking about me. <laughs> I, um, I want, I want to challenge. I want to conquer. I want to define myself by my own rituals that I create for myself. And what I mean by that is my task in life is to figure out me. So then 
by that, I can give that to, to the world, to the community, to my wife, etc. And so um, I'm a little bit different from what how men are defined today because I grew up I grew up like fighting was something was normal for me. Like me and my cousins, like it was normal to dump each other on a, on top of each other's heads, and I like that. Now I know I can't operate like that today. Like it's different. Like today is different. But you know, uh, and the reason why I'm telling you this is because like I I believe that all men want to challenge themselves so that they can figure out who they are. Like a lot of us want to experience ourselves through challenge. Now today, a lot of men are experiencing that challenge by playing like NBA 2K and Call of Duty. Uh, but me, I define myself through my vision, which is where I create a lot of my challenges. And so I believe that in essence, that's what a, like a man is. Like we want to explore, we want to challenge, we want to see who we really are, and then we can determine how we give the world who we are. So, I'll probably be, start off honest, my first vision of defining of a man was skewed um, because how I was raised. Hood, get all you can, can all you get. So I thought a man was a man, and most women would define him as a whore. As I matured and evolved, I realized my definition was based upon the environment I was raised in. So I had to detox from the old definition and come up with a new one. So now it's more of, I think a man is one who has the ability to evolve and not stay stuck in one arena. I think a definition of man is number one, a provider, a protector, of being able to take care of your responsibility and being selfless, being able to sacrifice sometimes what you want for others, being able to be a visionary, and not only that, being able to understand that at the end of the day, you will have to sacrifice for your family, for the community at large, for the greater good of society. Um, they gave a lot of definition, and I like what uh, Pastor Steven said. Um, and one thing that I feel like they were moving towards, but they didn't quite hit was, does a man make a man or does a woman make a man? And I think it's a dichotomy of both. But I, I, f I really feel it takes a man to make a man, but it takes a woman to make that man his best self. I define a man it sounds preachy. I'm, I'm a Christian as well. It's just the man of God whose, whose purpose is focused on Christ and all things follow under that. I think once his purpose is his creator, whatever your faith is, once your purpose is your creator and you follow that, and you're strict on that, that to me is, is a man. You know, <clears throat> building, evolving, conquering, I think, I think all of that is a great definition of what what men are, right? I think where I want to go next, let's, let's let's go deeper. Does a woman play a role in confirming manhood? No. No. <laughs> no. The answer is no.
What's going on, family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Now, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about something that's very important to me. You see, growing up, seeing folks who looked like me on TV, hearing them on the radio, or reading their words, it showed me we could own our own narratives. It's more than just seeing black faces. It's about hearing our truths. You see, legends like Oprah and icons like Tyler Perry, they weren't just entertaining. They were mirrors of our resilience, our joy, and our struggles. That's why NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths hits totally different. It's a whole vibe of celebration, capturing every shade of our experience. Imagine diving into the tales that speak to our soul, from the laughter and love to the real talk about what shapes us. From legends in the game to stories about our everyday heroes, this collection has no you see, recently I got to tune in to an episode and let me keep it real with you. It's like sitting down with my family. The host, the stories, it's all about us and it's for us. It's real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it's uplifting. Showing every facet of being black in today's world. It's time to level up our playlist. After today's show, dive into Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR. Wherever you get your podcast. Let's keep making sure our stories are told by us for us. Now, let's get to today's show. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Have you ever wanted to uh, get into a new culture? Or are you even thinking about taking a trip and you really want to know what people are saying around you? Or maybe you're like me and you want to learn something new. I remember how hard it was to learn a language in school because the textbooks, it wasn't enough for me. Well, let me introduce you to my new friends over at Rosetta Stone. It's a top choice for learning languages and has been for over 30 years. Now you can use it right on your computer or on your phone. It's more than just trusting and remembering words. It's about getting deep into the language, being able to speak, listen, and even think differently. You see, Rosetta Stone has 25 languages from Spanish to French to even Japanese and a whole lot more. They even have this cool speech recognition called True Accent that helps you say things right. And there's a special deal just for you. A lifetime membership to all 25 languages for 50% off. So don't wait. Now's the perfect time to start learning a new language. My listeners can get this awesome deal for a limited time. Just go to rosettastone.com today. Start unlocking languages and traveling with no worries by going to rosettastone.com today. Let's forget about all these language barriers and let's get into today's show. What's going on, family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. 
So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Just like a man does not define what a woman is, women define what a real woman is. Men define what a real man is. See, when I hear all these things, I hear community asset. It's not a uh, protector and provider of my family. It's about the masses, whatever, however far your arms extend. So if I can provide for my community, doctor, right, you're doing something bigger for the people. And I think men have to protect the community, not just your family, that's an easy job, or should be, right? And men have to provide an asset for the community so then we can do what? Build the community. Same thing with women, right? Women have to do whatever it is that women find for them to be defined as a woman, us men need to define men, and we do. If you can only take care of you and your family, I know you're not an asset to us. So I leave you alone and take care of your friend, or your family, and you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, sir. I disagree. Uh -oh. I Love disagree. Um, I do believe women play a part, because without women, what are we doing all of this for? I, I, think, I think women give us the drive to make sure that the community is safe, make sure that we are providing for the family. And I, I disagree also. A man who is doing for his family is still doing for the community because he's teaching those kids how to be proper, proper people in society. So I think all of those things kind of play a part. So I do think, I think it's negligent to say that women don't play a major part in what, we, what shapes us as men because they do, 100%. I mean, I, no. I, I don't want to, let's, let's nope, go we're gonna have no, go there. Let's go there. It's a conversation. Let's go. I'm not here to be right. I'm here to be real. <laughs> um, what I will say is, I mean, yes, to, if we want to talk in general terms, there are many different things, women included, that play a part in depicting what a man is. But if we're talking about the majority term, when I see a man, I don't say he's a man because he can just provide for his family. And although he might do a great job, he's a smaller man than a man who's providing for the community. See, there's levels to being a man, right? And you start off as a male, and then you gradually become a man. But in order for you to become a man, you have to add multiple different assets to the world and benefits to the world before I can say, hey, look, you're a man of, I guess, quality? Right? When a woman sees a man, a woman doesn't see a man and say, hey, he takes care of his, fam uh, his, his family and he provides for his family, whatever it may look like in 2022, and thinks that he's the idealistic man. They think of the idealistic man as the man that's providing for more than one. You know what I mean? So it depends on what level you want to start at or what level we're talking about. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the spiritual role now. Thanks for letting I'm, us know. Yes, I want to play the spiritual role. When God creates man, 
he says he created everything else and said it's not good for man to be alone. It was a reason he said that. Because we don't have the capacity to become without them. So it's, it's, it's not negative towards a man. It's positive to have that asset in your corner. Here's this. So when I say, when I think of what you said, I'm not here to say who's wrong or right. I'm, when I think of what you said, I think when the right woman is a pillow and a pillar, she helps you become the man. I actually like the pillow, though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm here for the pillow. Yeah. So I'm, and, and as a man, I need to come home to a pillow. But I need her to be a pillar when I give her my vision, and she can hold it. So I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying who's right. I'm saying to become a man, she helps me to become that. Now, I'm not talking gender. I'm not talking... I have a question for you, Pastor. No, we good. Yeah, we good. I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> That's Rico. Let's go. I'm asking for a friend. Do women, so if he's not a man, what are we going to call him at that point? He hasn't found a woman. What are we calling him? So, so now we got to go to what we talk about upstairs. What is your definition when you say a man? So when you say a man, community, you're building a community. Husband, wife, children. Now, if you're saying male, what he's birthed, that's a whole nother issue. So when you say a man, most people, I won't say male or women, most people divide, define somebody based off of their own experience. Mm. Mm. Not by the real definition. Mm. So when you say a man, a man to him may mean something different to me, may mean something different to her. So then it, it all evolves around the person who you're talking to when you say Pastor, that. I get that. Let's, let's, let's get to so it. So you want to be real? Okay. Yeah, because right. we're doing a lot. Okay. Let's get to it. <laughs> Because yeah, my thing is, what is it, do, doctor? When, please, I talk to the pastor. I need him. <laughs> I don't need a doctor right now. I need a pastor. I love you, Rico. Y'all both serve the community, but we need a pastor. I'm just curious. I'm curious because we said a woman helps him become a man, right? So my question is. Does that mean he's not a man when they first meet them? And are women okay with accepting the fact that they're not meeting a man at first? That's my question, Pastor. That's a good question. I think I think the bigger question. That's a good question. That's a different question. But I think the bigger I think the the bigger question is this, right? Is this being real? Do women even know what a man is? Because a lot of them may not have been raised by a man. So now that they got their own definition, what if a man, what if women out here thinking that they have a man when they don't, and they end up getting hurt because they thought from what they was taught that they had something? So now I'm gonna even answer that. Let's be honest. Some of us were boys until we met her, and she made us become a man. So I'm, I'm not. We just being real. Okay. <laughs> but you did jump over his so, question though. Yeah, yeah. So. The, the, is, it the possible, is it possible for someone to make someone something that they've never been? The argument I'm bringing up, I think it takes a real man to turn a boy into a man. And women can support a man's vision, they can affirm them, then they encourage them. But it takes a, whether it's from a far off role model or it's a hand on nurturing, I think it takes a real man to turn a boy into a man. 
And if a wife, a girlfriend tries to turn her boyfriend or husband into a man, she's now forming and fashioning him and controlling him in a way that he will always push back against. Here's why I'm going to push back on that. Uh-oh. Go ahead. This is why I'm now the back. pastor's pushing back? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, this is good. I know these two. They can go this. He know we. Lord Jesus, we ain't got that much time. <laughs> I understand what you say from afar. But when you're raised by a single mother that doesn't have the support system. Yeah. She has to have some type of attribute to contribute to who you are. Now, I'm not saying if every man stay where he's supposed to be, this wouldn't even be an argument. Yeah. Would this be null and void? But what I'm saying, I'm not exclusively saying I'm right or wrong. I'm saying there is room for her to help to me add to value. become yeah, yeah, yeah. and add value to me becoming a man. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. To a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to. I don't. I don't believe that a woman can raise a man. I just, I just don't. But you introduced yourself as saying I was given a model of unhealthy men. Exactly. So Absolutely. I had to relearn manhood. Right. So even a man who's not healthy himself can't raise a healthy Ooh. man. So it's not like single mom versus man. You need a healthy man to, to raise, raise up healthy a healthy man. man. That's good. I'll be uh, very transparent. My mother is a great woman. I was raised by a single mother majority of my life. Okay. She's a woman who defined so many odds, and I admire her for it, you know, for her getting all 17 and pregnant with me, 19 and pregnant with my sister, and still having no help, no support system, maintaining to get three, de three degrees and becoming a supervisor of the Board of Ed for New Jersey, okay? She's a dope woman, strong woman, right? Smart, intelligent, educated woman. However, she instilled so many great qualities into me. But I still was not a man until I got my stepfather, a healthy stepfather, right? And um, although I take a lot of the things that she taught me and instilled into me, the man had to show me how to be a man and stand firm as a man. As well as she did, you know, I'm not, I'm not negating what she did, but like he was the finishing touches. You know, he, she put all the recipes, he was able, he was able to be the oven to yeah, I want to say one more thing. I know we got to, you know, probably move on, but I got to say this. I think another definition of a man that we have to add in there, fellas, is someone who know how to express his emotions. You know, because I was raised in a household with my mom, even though I had my dad. Neither one of them showed me any type of emotions, even though I knew that they loved me. But I think a lot of times, man, we want to hear from our women. And I think I fought it for so long, and I wasn't a good man to my women because I didn't know how to express my emotions. So I think I want to add that in there for sure. Hey, you guys. I had to take a quick break to thank one of our partners, PrizePool, for partnering with us to bring uh, this amazing panel to conversation with healthy men. You know, PrizePool is the leading savings account in the United States of America, in my personal opinion. Why? Because they have a high-yielded savings account. They're going to give you high-yielded on your returns of interest. Um, and also, they're going to give you some rewards for just parking your money inside of your savings account. What do, you, what do I mean by that? Let me tell you. They're going to give you $100, $200. They're going to have some grand prizes of $5,000, $10,000, dollars I don't know. They surprise us every single month. All you have to do is open up the savings account with no limit necessary, but I highly suggest at least $500. Um, you go over there, you get approved, you get in an account, you save the money, you're going to have $1,000. Did you know that nearly 40%, 50% of people in America can't even save $400 in the savings account? But you can. 
You will. All you have to do is go over to anthonyoneal.com slash savings account. Go over there and win. Get a high yield on your returns. Get some extra cash. Hey, you never know. You may win $500, 1000 or $10,000. Go over to anthonyoneal.com slash savings and open up a free savings account today. Yo, let's get back to the conversation. <laughs> it was getting pretty good. So let, let, let's, let's go there real quick then. Let, let, let's go deeper as men. Why do we as men have a problem <laughs> Say it. The, the question that was posed to me from ladies was that men have a hard time. They really do not show, we do not show our femininity side. Do y'all believe as men <laughs> that we have a feminine side to us as men? Let's talk biology, doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the, here's the thing. I think the, I think what happens with women is women want us also to be their their girlfriend. <laughs> Hold up! He didn't say he was right. Y'all are not supposed to be talking. <laughs> trigger, trigger alert. Look. And, and what I mean by that is I will never be able to communicate with you like your girlfriend communicates with you. And to ask me to do that, you're putting me in a bad position. I'm not built like that. So a woman should never come to a man to get that. But should a woman ask? That's what I'm asking. You, you, you kind of you went, you went in. But you didn't ask the question. Answer the question. I interrupted. Do men have a feminine Side, do we have feminine energy? No, no, so no. catch up in go ahead, go for it. No, we do not. No, no. Do you be, okay. Answer this question Do you believe women have masculine energy? Some do, but they shouldn't. <laughs> so, can I hold on real quick? Real quick. So, so, so I want to. I want to I want to read something to y'all real quick. When we talk about fem, so femininity, femininity is what we're talking about specifically. So before we say it's a yes, we would we would need to rephrase that to sensitive, emotional, vulnerability. Um, but when we say feminine, that takes it to a whole nother a whole nother level. So femininity is qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of women. Women. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Who would want any womanly trait in their in their man if, if that's what we're talking about? We're talking about men. <clears throat> so as a husband, as a father of three girls, I would tell you that the answer to that question is no. One, because when we're raising up these young women, we want to show them a true example of what a man is. You want them to be sensitive. You want vulnerability. You want leadership. You want all of those qualities. But you never want to show your daughter that it's okay for a man to act in a feminine way. You want to take charge of things. So for me, being sensitive, crying, different things like that, showing that, I think our culture has kind of spun that in a way to where it's not acceptable. Yeah. 
where growing up, I could tell you right now, I've never seen my father cry. Never. But my daughters, they'll tell you they've seen their father cry. They saw their father cry when their hamster died because I wanted to connect with them to make sure that they understood that I felt what they felt. A hamster? I ain't crying over no hamster, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I was with you to the hamster. Now, people. Now, now, listen. 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 Hold on. I just need to Hold up, bro. Hamster? He said, let's clean this up. Look. Never. Never did. But what hurt me more was that something that they cared so much about, and it was the significance of what it did to them. That's real. That hurt me. You know, I want to touch on that culture piece, and I mentioned this uh, on, 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 on your show. I do think, man, and, and you, you mentioned this too, I do think black men in America, specifically, culturally, we have been taught manhood in such a toxic Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, as I have evolved as a man with my lady, right, it's so many things now that we, you know, we're deep into our relationship now. Right. So I'm able to have more real and honest exchanges with her. And none of those kind of exchanges I was able to have at the beginning. I remember you also mentioned that you was honest with a lady about how you felt. And, and I told you that it probably wasn't even wise to be that honest with that lady at the beginning. And the reason why I say that, man, is because our women are even indoctrinated with a toxic culture of, of 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 relationship, you know what I mean? Like you know, we'll treat we we're, we're raised literally to treat our women like bitches, like hoes. That's how we refer to our women. That's how we how we connect. We we the women are trained through songs and indoctrination that you should you should bleed this man. You should take everything from this man, leave him dry. Don't care about him. That's the way we're we're we're, we're trained in our culture, and so. It wasn't until I started getting in books that I started to like unpack a lot of that stuff and start recognizing that this this is this is perverse. You know what I'm saying? And and so now with my lady, I'm able to kind of have those more real conversations, but it took years to get to that space. So let me answer this question, because I want to get Diddy and uh Cyrus in on this too. Kick I'm not gonna mess you up. Go ahead, go, go ahead, go, go. No, you're the only one on this stage. You're my pastor. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm going to throw one thing out because I want to go back to what you said earlier when you introduced yourself. You said, I grew up throwing my cousin on his head and fighting and all that, but it's not accepted today. Yeah. Here's the problem. We're trying to make manhood one-dimensional mm. when there are different dimensions to a man. Mm. And here is what an unhealthy man is, a man that doesn't understand what space he's supposed to live out different dimensions. An aggressive man in the right space is a man. An aggressive man in the wrong space is an abuser or whatever it may be. And we've got to learn that manhood is sensitivity in the right place, where you're supposed to be sensitive. And aggressive in the right place. And if you don't understand that, and you're talking about society, so sensitivity and feminism is now synonymous. So we're so we can't show our sensitive side because now you're acting like a woman. No, we can't accept this one dimensional mindset of what a man is. A man is knowing who to be in what room at the right time. Yeah. 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 There is a psychological framework called a, a shadow integration that talks on 
they're people who have dark traits. And in this case, men, there's, this, there's these three particular traits that are called dark triad traits. Machiavellianism, which women kind of take as uh, ambition. Psychopathy, like men who are psychopaths who have a high propensity for violence, but women kind of see that that's the man that can protect me. And then narcissism, which a lot of people know narcissism, but a lot of women see that as confidence. The man that can find the perfect balance of that to know when to be aggressive, as the man mentioned, and then when to be assertive with a woman and not going too far on, on one end. And I agree with the notion of when the pastor said that you have to be different things in different environments. Um, and that, that's the first thing that came to mind was knowing when to be aggressive, knowing when to listen, knowing when to speak, uh, knowing when to be assertive and things like that. So, Well, from the help of some of the feedback that was out going on today, I definitely had some things to add. So with that being said, just really having um, someone that can provide, protect, um, have a vision and just really be someone that I can be under and submit to. A man is someone that has integrity, um, someone that's willing to sacrifice and someone that knows what discipline is. And when right. it comes to discipline, it could be in any facet, like disciplining yourself when it comes to the wants of others, putting yourself last, putting others first. And that's my definition of a man. About men, I would say that just letting them be multi-dimensional and multifaceted like they are. I feel like a lot of times as women, we feel like they're like one dimensional and they're always like this macho, like mm, everywhere they go, but that's not the case at all. And the guy in the panel, he was talking about how when he was like a kid or something like that, he would dump other people on their heads. <laughs> and um, when he goes out into the real world, that's not something that is considered strong. So he might've been strong in that space, but maybe that's weak in another space. So just allowing men to just have the grace to be who they are in each space and letting them be strong in that and not thinking they just have to be one dimensional everywhere that they go, but they're multi-dimensional just like us ladies are. So show the men some grace, please. Ladies, let's hear him out, please. 